you're joining us for the first time in a while. Um, you missed one heck of a homily series during the course of Lent. Um, I, I promise that tonight will not be nearly as long as those homilies. Um, but I do want to call attention to a couple of things from today's reading. Our first reading, all of us as Catholics, anybody that has kind of gone through and, and sat with us and, and endured the, the two and a half hours of preaching this Lent um, um, of the homily series, our first reading should have a lot of light bulbs going off. Because our first reading is from Exodus 12. And so much of what we do in this Mass tonight, and in this Mass every time we celebrate Mass, harkens back and points back to the rubrics and the, and the ways in which the Passover was supposed to be celebrated. In particular, the last phrase, one of my favorite moments in all of the Old Testament, and I've come to a new appreciation as we, as a community, have walked these last five weeks together. This day shall be a memorial feast for you which all generations shall celebrate with pilgrimage to the Lord as a perpetual institution. Or as we had translated it earlier this Lent, that you will do this forever. That you will celebrate this sacrifice forever and for always. That theme of memorial is something that we come in a particular way today to really embrace in our Catholic faith. Remember, if you weren't with us, the definition of memorial is not just an anniversary. It's not just a, a, a nice idea that we celebrate once a year to follow all of the things that have happened in the past. But memorial makes present in the present moment what happened in the past. And in a particular way, as we start tonight, and over these next three days, we again are able to enter into, in a powerful and profound way, liturgically, into the passion and the death and ultimately the resurrection of our Lord. We make present in the present moment something that happened in the past. Now, I, myself, and, uh, myself and Father Bruce this past week have been talking and, uh, and we've been sharing a lot just about just kind of what the last five weeks looked like and how Lent has been so far and, and how, how this past Lent was such a beautiful moment um, and, and the, the testimonies that we heard and that we've read and that we've seen so many people come and, and share with us of just, my goodness, like I never heard of a Mass this way before, right? I never, I never saw that, I never heard this kind of thing, I never, like this is completely new to me. But if we don't do anything differently, then it was all a loss. It was all a waste. You sat through an hour and a half Passion, Palm Sunday, Passion Sunday celebration for no reason if we received Jesus today the same way we did every other day. If we don't enter into these three days, into this Easter Triduum, into these moments of making present in the present moment what happened in the past, if we don't change, if we don't see ourselves differently and see the Eucharist differently and enter into this church differently, then it was all a waste. 
And it was a good idea that we once heard about in a homily back then. Today when we come, we don't come just to, to, to culminate a really good Lent. Maybe you read, maybe you came to the way of the cross and it spoke to you in a new way this year. Praise God for that. Maybe you read a book that we gave out at the beginning of Lent and it just really lifted some burdens in your heart. Praise God for that. But if, at the end of it, if all we have is a new book or a new favorite devotion and there's no relationship with Jesus, then it's all for nothing. You see, when we come to Mass tonight, when we come to the celebration of the Easter Triduum over these next three days, we do so in a way where we walk the streets of Jerusalem with Jesus in his last hours. That through the celebration of the rites that what we do up here and what we train our altar servers and we all get kind of neurotic and crazy about, like what, what we do today here is about making present in the present moment powerful event that happened on a hill in Calvary and at a grave not far away. As we, as we approach tonight, we approach it not looking for a liturgy, not looking for the Eucharist. But more powerfully, I invite all of us tonight that as we approach this night, as we approach tonight, that we find ourselves looking for a person before anything else. We're looking for him. We're looking to see a person We now know all the things of like, oh, that, the, the sacrifice of the lamb, and Jesus is the lamb, and, and you needed a priest, and Jesus is the priest, and, and you needed an altar, and the cross is the altar, and you need to consume the sacrifice, and that's why we're here, so we can consume the sacrifice. And Jesus rewrote the words of the Passover script so that we can consume, consume the Passover and consume the sacrifice, and he's the new sacrifice, and wow, the Eucharist is beautiful and amazing, but if we do all of those things and we miss the person behind it, then it's for loss. Because this triduum is about God's love for you and your love for him. While the universal church, while, while millions of Catholics around the world today come together and celebrate this beautiful celebration, it's also an utterly personal moment for each one of us that God again expresses his love to you and to me in the most intimate the most wholesome and the most powerful of ways where he gives us himself every other religion in the world would kill for that 
Every other religion in the world would want nothing more than just to have the possibility of the God that they worship to step down and even care a little bit about them. And in, in our celebration of the Mass, God himself comes to meet you. And in these three days, we're called to walk with him and respond. I heard a bunch of, uh, I, heard, I heard a lot of people in this, this last few weeks um, just share graces and share like things that they never heard and, and things that, that went really well during this Lenten season. Whether it was they went to confession for the first time in a really long time. And that's awesome and that's powerful and that's beautiful. And if you haven't, we're going to have confessions tonight, like this evening, right? It, whether they just came sit in the adoration and just were able to be in front of Jesus and just like pray for the first time in a really long time or the, the, something in that book that we had spoke to them or... There were so many beautiful things that happened. Somebody, want, somebody actually told me, um, they, they said, Father, this has been so good, I, I don't want Lent to end. That's awesome. Like, that, that's a beautiful thing. It, that, that God's moving so much in your life that you don't want Lent to end, that you want God to continue to speak to you, and you want these things that you can continue to feed that relationship with God. Well, one of the things that... Um, that, that, that love of God sometimes can seem so abstract, it can seem kind of so out there. There was a story where um, there was a, a, the, the head of the Jesuits worldwide, his name was Father Pedro Arupe. Um, and Father Arupe was giving a talk on the love of God. You may have heard me use this before, but, but he was giving the talk, this talk on the love of God. And he spoke about the, all these beautiful things and all these people, like the congregation was there and, the, and there were some nuns and there were some media people and it was just like a really good talk. And at the end of the talk, there was a Q&A session. So there's a chance for questions and answers. And a reporter got up and walks up and says, thank you, Father, I appreciate the, the conversation. I appreciate the words and like the uplifting speech. But I have to ask you a question. And he said, yeah, what's that? And he said, I, can you give us something practical? Seems like a fair question. Like, can you give us something practical, down to earth, that we can do going forward? And Father Arupe paused for a second. And he said, nothing is more practical than finding God. That is, then falling in love in a quite absolute and final way. What you are in love with, what seizes your imagination, will affect everything. It will decide what gets you out of bed in the mornings, what you do with your evenings, how you spend your weekends, what you read, who you know, what breaks your heart, and what amazes you with joy and gratitude. And he ended by saying, so fall in love, stay in love, and it will decide everything. I think tonight as we come to this Mass, 
is we have an opportunity to enter in and to make present in the present moment something that happened in the past where we're going to see uh, 12 very brave souls get up here and have their feet washed just like the apostles. Where we're going to see ourselves be able to have the Passover on that 14th day of the month of Nisan, right? Like what we talked about when the lamb was slain in the temple and we, and we, we are going to have a Passover feast together just like Jesus did with his apostles. And I'm going to say the exact same words that Jesus said with his apostles. We're going to make present in the present moment what happened in the past tonight and over these next three days. But this is an opportunity in particular tonight for us to have a moment to fall in love more deeply with God. We have the opportunity to receive communion differently than we ever have before. We have a chance today as we come to Mass to be able to see the Lord in a different way than we ever have before. To see Holy Thursday and, and kick off this triduum in a different way than we ever have before. And it allows us to keep falling deeper and deeper in love. Not with a time of year or a particular Mass, but with a person. God is inviting you to the feast. Jesus Christ himself is inviting you to the supper of the Lamb. To get a foretaste of the heavenly banquet. And he's waiting for you. As we come tonight into this Mass... As we come tonight in this space where we are able to express and to show our love back to God. May we be ready to respond, I love you too. He's inviting us in to be with him. Let us respond by coming with new eyes in a profound way to the supper of the Lamb.